welcome to Mental Loops. This show is all about learning to rewire your brain in order to start dreaming bigger, programming your brain to work for you, not against you, and to hear stories of others who have already done so. If we can imagine it in our minds, we can create it in our life. My goal is to share positive mental loops with you and share tips and tricks on how to become the best, highest self. My name is Ariana Yahya, and I am your host. And so today I am extremely excited uh, because I have our first guest ever, um, and her name is Adina Hamilich. And Adina and I actually have never met in person, but we were introduced by a mutual friend online. Um, this friend had messaged me and said, hey, um, there's someone out there that is actually very similar to you. Uh, she is the same outlook on life and she's very upbeat and vibrant and very positive. Um, and I would like to introduce you guys. So immediately uh, we connected, I reached out to her and you know I went through her profile and we talked and she is here today. Um, she's actually a fitness, uh, health and wellness life coach. Um, she um, has been a fitness figure pro in the past, which is, I think, amazing uh, to be able to get to that type of discipline, to really train your body to get to that level of, um, of discipline and health. And so he, she is here today to talk about her past and what she has been able to um, master in her life and what her mental loops are. And at the end of this, she will, giving, she will be giving us three mantras that she goes by, three thought loops that have gotten her to be where she is today. So I'm going to have Adina introduce herself and tell, her, tell us a little bit about her past and her story. Yeah, hi. So yeah, I'm Adina and um, I am a, you know, as you said, a life coach, a health and wellness coach. I was a personal trainer, but I, you know, moved everything online, obviously. Um, I'm also a mom to a five-year-old. Um, and yeah, so my story goes, you know, back to Bosnia. I was born there. And um, as we all know, during the war, we, you know, my family had to move um, and we kind of moved through Croatia and Germany and, you know, I ended up here in the U.S. Um, and so I lived actually in California. Um, and right now I'm in Idaho. Um, but I live in California and, you know, went to school there. And it wasn't until I actually moved to Idaho where my life, you know, at that point I got married. And um, that's kind of when my life, you know, the adult life started. Um, and even though I feel like now as an adult, when I look back at everything my family has been through, I feel like, you know, we have a tendency when you're a survivor, um, you, you kind of, especially with, you know, kids that have been through what I've been through, the Bosnian kids, when you kind of go through that, you just have a tendency of, you just kind of push through it. And you really aren't aware of, no, you actually, this is a big deal, what you survived and what you went through. And so, but I feel like because we kind of look at it like, oh, you just push through it, you, you move on, you live through it you also put away a lot of the emotions and a lot of, you know, maybe even anger or stuff that you haven't processed. And I feel like it kind of starts coming out. And so that's kind of what I experienced. So again, like now as an adult and sitting where I am, looking back, I was like, dang, I had a lot of stuff that I really, you know, just wasn't self-aware of. So when I moved to Idaho, like I said, I, you know, got married and then that didn't work out, which you know, was a big deal, especially again in the Bosnian community, going through divorce is a big no-no, you know, I mean, it's, 
it's just the way that it is. And, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of support and just found myself kind of alone, you know, alone in this state, you know, where I didn't have any family. Um, and, you know, again, with everything that I've been through, again, it was kind of like, well, you just do it. You just push through. So even though I was pushing through, I had a lot of anger um, towards, you know, people that I was expecting to support me, but they didn't. Um, and then, you know, jumped into another relationship. Um, meanwhile, I actually did start training. So there was several things going on where I was going through a divorce and um, because of an injury, a skiing accident, I decided that I needed to, you know, I had lost so much muscle in my leg. And um, I'm just like, this is so weird, because my clothes were fitting me weird. And I got a, you know, I got a personal trainer instead of started getting ready for a show, which is what you mentioned, the fitness figure pro. Um, I just, I needed a goal. I'm very goal oriented, I guess. Um, so I'm, I just like, you know, I need to get ready for something in order to be able to push through, through the training because, you know, it's, it's harder to build up to something than it is to just lose something. It's very easy. And then it's much harder, obviously, as we all know, you know, the saying, nothing good comes easy. And it's very true for a lot of things. Um, yeah. So, um, I was kind of going, you know, through these just different life things, um, all at once. Um, anyway, so as my divorce was ending, um, after that, shortly thereafter, I kind of jumped into another relationship and, you know, again, looking back at it, it's just all of these things of not being self-aware. And so, you know, talking about the mind, I, it's so important to focus on that. I feel like sometimes we don't realize, you know, just going through life, you're just very, you're not, you're not awake, so to say, you're not aware. Um, and this is work that happens or must happen at a deeper level. Um, it doesn't just happen overnight. Like when people th think or say, oh, think positive and things will be okay. That's not how it works. It's a much deeper, deeper work. Um, but anyway, so, you know, just jumping into another relationship, having all that resentment and all the anger and not making a good decision, um, which, you know, happens to a lot of us. Um, anyway, so then that relationship obviously proved not, not to be good, but the thing that it produced is the thing that I'm so the most grateful for, and it's my son. Um, and I would never, ever, ever take that back. So again, looking back, um, anything, I, I never say that I, re I, I don't want to ever say that I regret anything I don't, because I feel like everything in our life that happens now, I mean, it's up to you, whether you choose for it to build you, um, empower you, push you forward or to be a victim. I feel like where, I mean, I don't know what your audience, you know, if it's, if it's mostly from the background that we both are or not, but when something so tragic happens, um, you forget, you know, it's like you kind of, I mean, it kind of propelled us to be survivors, right? So it's like, it's just, I think, in us, in most of us to just be survivors. And, um, but I think also we need to realize our story is a big deal. Like if you have survived a war, if you have survived abuse of any kind, sexual, emotional, any kind, that is a big deal. And you have to understand that, like, you survived this. So you're a survivor and you can push forward. And at that time you look at, okay, what do I take from that? And then how do I, how does that help me um, move forward and be strong? What have I learned from that? So 
anyway, so after that relationship ended, you know, I was, I became a single mom basically. And so, you know, I'm kind of like condensing all of this because I don't want to sit here and talk forever. But so basically that's kind of what happened, you know, the war and then moving through all these countries, you know, being, having to learn. I mean, when I look at it, a lot of kids my age, by the time I was 12, I was on my third, you know, had to learn my third language. So you know, when I tell my son one day when he can understand, he's going to be like, whoa, you know, I try to tell him that now. And he's just like, what, what does that even mean? But you know, that's, I mean, that's awesome that we did that, but it's also, I mean, that's a huge challenge. Um, mm -hmm. And so you have to realize that. So after leaving the last relationship, I just, I kind of hit a point where I just had had enough. Um, I was in my thirties. And even though it, it felt really re liberating to leave a uh, not, not so good relationship, right? Because um, my marriage was, the guy was amazing, you know, um, he, he, it just, we didn't jive. And so that, you know, that marriage was just kind of one of those things that was like a mutual thing. But then the next relationship was, you know, not that great because it was, it was very emotionally taxing for me. Um, I had lost myself completely. Um, I feel like for women, especially, it's very, very easy. I, I do feel like, Going from relationship to, re to relationship, sometimes you just don't have the best judgment. I didn't give myself enough time. I know that. But you know, you can't always make those, like, we also have to give ourselves grace um, because we're just human. So sometimes we just don't make the best decisions. But I had an amazing outcome. Again, my son. So I'm super grateful for that. But that's where I really hit, like, I'm just done. I'm done with pleasing everybody around me but myself I'm done with you know making everybody else happy I'm done with living my life for someone else or oh what's mom and dad gonna say oh what's so and so gonna say or and I feel like in in the Bosnian culture especially it's very prevalent for us to mm -hmm. um or prevalent for us to think oh what's which I think on a level is of course like good like it's holding you accountable to certain values like but I strongly do not believe that we should be living our life according to oh well is so-and-so gonna approve because that just like it did to me can definitely and will definitely lead anybody else down a rabbit hole of I think just bad decisions and unhappiness mm -hmm. so um yeah I've kind of talked for a long time I don't know if you have any questions I can keep going <laughs> This is, no, this, I think this is a great segue into, you know, I'm glad you mentioned knowing um, when you go through a struggle, when you go through adversity, to really be able to go back and intentionally identify what the, what the lessons were, right? Because it's easy to, you know, say, well, I have, I have this tough life and I have this adversity and I have these things that happened to me. Um, but instead of saying, you know, what is it that ha it has taught me, right? So um, even with, with the fact that we, you know, we've been through this adversity with the war and then we had to be refugees and, um, and immigrants and, and all of that, right, um, has really taught us to be mentally strong. But, you know, it's one thing to sort of go and be mentally strong without being self-aware about it, right? And then so that could be sort of a, a side effect of like, well, I'm just going to push, push, push through it. But if you look at it more as, you know, I'm going to be intentionally mentally strong um, and create and design a life that I actually want. And then to the next point that you made of, you know, being true to yourself, um, even if that means you might be rejected by uh, a whole community, a whole society. Um, that's, that's something that's very, um, 
and that hits home for a lot of us, I believe, especially for women, um, you know, Bosnian or or American or Indian or whatever, right? Is that there's these, this tribal thinking of like, you know, we should be a certain way, and um, it, it then turns out to be something that you know we might not have even thought to do or thought to think but because we weren't speaking and living our truth um it kind of all starts to go sideways until you take that you know time to, to self-reflect so i'm glad you brought all of that up and so um maybe you can also then talk about how um with your coaching and with with your with your life coaching specifically how you help others sort of come through and, and find their clarity and find their truth and find their voice and what right. do you ask for that yeah so i'm you know i'm a life coach uh certified through ula which are actually based on seven principles um and the seven principles and i hope i don't leave any out but it's, I always, I always leave one out there because they're all F's. So they're called the seven F's of ULA. So it's uh, family, fitness, finance, field, which is your career, fun, faith, um, and friends or family. I don't know which one I missed, but either way. So it's those seven principles. And so basically how I got into that is that, you know, once I was on my own and just pursuing my own stuff and just really working on, again, I, you know, I don't like to butter anything up. This was very hard work. I was um, alienated by people closest to me. Um, but you know what? I just, I just wanted to be happy and I just wanted to be at peace because I feel like, again, going back to you living your life for someone else, it's just, you're not at peace. You're constantly not. And because of that, that I just believe that's not the truth, right? So to say that, like, that's not like the truth of our being is just being able to do what makes you happy, be a good person, try to help others, etc. And all of these little boxes that were created for oh, what a woman should do or look like or whatever, they are societal, like you said, tribal or societal norms created by man, right? Created by man to put you in this box. And when you don't fit, you're kind of rejected. But that's not the truth. Fitting into a box is not the truth. I don't believe anybody needs to fit in any sort of box. That's just a society thing that was created for whatever reason. But for women, especially because we have had a hard time throughout history, right? So, but that's not the truth. That is not how God created it to be. So that's why you keep seeing like, you know, these breakthroughs or, or I mean, both men and women or any sort of anyone, right? Even like the transgenders or all of these, everything that's coming out right now, because there's no specific box. We're all just people wanting to live, to be loved and to live this life. So, um, Ula came into my life. I mean, I've known, I had known of Ula through my work that I did, um, with a company because they were associated with that company. And so I had read a book um, on ULA. It was two chiropractors, Dr. Dave and Dr. Troy, and they had left chiropractic to, you know, they just wrote a book because one of the doctors basically had lost everything in the 2008 um, economy crash and had lost his ULA, so to say. And the reason that happened is because he just, he's like, oh, well, I made it. You know, he was super successful. And he's like, I don't need to follow any principles anymore, you know? I don't care about that. I'm good. Well, because he did that and he let go of that um, balance and he let go of that structure because we're constantly striving for balance or you if you're not, you should be because when you do, then your, your life does seem a little bit more structured, even though when you think about it, we're never going to be, I mean, you're never in perfect balance. Even if you're super successful and you think you have it all, 
don't let go of that balance because the second you let it go, you just lose yourself and you can. So anyway, they decided to just write a book for fun, kind of like, ah, you know, if it helps one person, that's great. Well, it took off. And so then it became this huge lifestyle company and um, now they have life coaching because it's changed so many people's lives and people wanted to constantly share ULA. So they actually had this, they have this two day uh, self-development event and I went and it's been, this would, would be, I think it's going to get canceled because of the COVID this year, but it, this year would have been my fourth year attending it. And it's two days where you really just dive into yourself. Like you get to, you get to break down every single one of those F's. Like you get to face your, any family issues you have. And for me, that was a huge thing, right? Because it is so traditional and I had gone through so much with my family. Um, it was very emotional work, like I said, and very deep, but it, that's what changed. That's what changed my life. Um, but only, right. It can only change you if you're true to yourself. Like it can only change you if you take responsibility. Um, not if, you know, not if you're like, well, this is good. You know, like I'm okay here. No, like face it and say, you know what? I have fault in this. I should do better. Um, and where I started really is no matter what anybody else did to me or whether they were or weren't there for me, um, I need to show more love. It's because it started with me. And that was the, and you know, when I heard that the first time, like it starts with you, you need to love more. I was just pissed because I'm like, no, because they did this to me and this to me and they weren't there for me and this and that. And, but even though my response was kind of like, you know, that way, like kind of just resistant to it, I pondered on it. Like I just thought about it and thought about it. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I started taking these little steps, just little steps, starting with not being passive aggressive. I feel like passive aggressiveness is this huge thing in our culture where like you do like little jabs, you know, or like you say passive aggressive stuff and it's not healthy. Right. So I just started doing it. And again, this is not overnight, but over some time, my relationship with everybody around me that I loved, right? That I, I mean, I let people go too that just were not good for me. But the people that stuck around and that I cared and even my family, it just started getting better and better, but it started with me. But then other people started following suit. So ULA really helped, really helped that. So um, then I became certified when the life coaching came out. I was actually looking into becoming a life coach because through my fitness, you know, through being a personal trainer online, I of course work with like 99.9% .9 women, you know, I mean, it's rarely that I work with a dude, but, um, it's mostly women. And really what I realized is this is, this is a lot of um, mental work too. This is a lot of mind work and a lot of, because I just, by nature, wasn't the trainer that's just like, okay, give me your measurements. How are you eating? How's your exercising? Okay, bye. You know, it just naturally, that wasn't natural to me. It was more natural for me to connect with that person because I feel like as a woman, I if they were having any sort of pain or struggle, I was feeling that pain or struggle. Like I felt for them, like my heart went out to them, but you know, probably because I had been through several things in my life. So um, and I felt like that, that was where my gift was. Um, and that's what, so that's where I saw my own struggle as a gift because there's no way that I could have, you know, or continue. I mean, obviously I'm still doing the work. There's no way that I could help women or others without having been through some of this stuff myself. I mean, no way. How do you relate to someone 
that's never been through a war or, and I'm not saying, I mean, I obviously have friends that, you know, aren't just Bosnians. Like I have, you know, friends that haven't been through that struggle, but still it's like, it's good to have been. So if you're going through any struggle, any crazy, crazy, hard, hard stuff, I mean, life can be ugly sometimes, but the drawing from that, I just feel like if you can draw strength and draw something that you've learned, because now that I'm working with people, you know, on the life coaching. So Ula now has this 10 week course that basically takes you know, anybody that wants to get life coached, anybody that needs to get their life in order, the 10 week ULA course takes you through each one of the F's and, you know, you get a coaching call every week. So I do one call every week with a client. Um, they get to watch videos. So it's very intense. Like they get to watch videos. Um, they get to, you know, do some homework and really, again, it's kind of like that two day event, but just obviously they get to do it on their own. And so, I love that because I love when I talk to my clients and I, you know, they realize like it clicks for them. Oh yeah. I have this dream of doing this. And then it's like, well, why don't you do it? And they're like, well, and then, you know, like we can talk about, okay. And then I can give some advice, right? I mean, like if I can give advice anywhere, well, Hey, check this out or look into this. I mean, I have a client who has an amazing job, but isn't necessarily happy. And now she's because of the life coaching, I mean, a hundred percent because we did the life coaching, she's actually pursuing while still obviously keeping her job, but she's pursuing a dream that she's, and she wants to see where it takes her. So it's just like such a life. It's just, it changes you because you start thinking differently. You don't conform again to a societal norm where it's like, okay, you go through school, then you go to college, then you graduate then you get married then you have kids and that's it that's not it <laughs> that's your life can change at any moment like you just really have to decide like just like I've decided one day like I'm not putting up with this I'm not gonna be you know in a relationship that is that I, where I'm not happy where it doesn't matter you know if I have a kid or if I don't like all of these things that, that we have holding us back, like, oh, well, I'm unhappy, but I have children or, oh, this job pays the bills, but I hate it. I mean, they did a survey recently in the US and they found that, I don't know now if it's seven, it was high, it was 70 or 80% of people are unhappy, just not happy. And like, I know that obviously right now what we're going through is really hard. And for a lot of us that have been through the war, it's very, I mean, in the beginning, it was very reminiscent of the war because the food was running out and there's like no toilet paper. Like, What's going on? Um, but I, I just feel like, you know, so, so that's, that's what I'm an expert in um, because of my experience. But also, you know, I've been doing this now for the fourth, this is my fourth year coaching and training and, you know, getting people their life that they want, you know, helping them be healthy, um, yeah, I, that's what I'm, I mean, if you can't tell already, I'm <laughs> passionate about that. And because I, because I've lived it, I know that there's, there is happiness. There is the life that you want to live, you know, not that you're just, oh, you're just going through life. You're living it. No, the life that you want to live. So quality of life. Um, you're here, you know, uh, Ula's biggest, um, they're saying actually, or I don't know if you want to call it like they're slogan or whatever but it's like you were created for a purpose like god created you for a purpose he didn't just i mean 
just when you think of the miracle of life, again, I, I am very, I try to be because I like it, but I try to be spiritual because I like that state, you know, so I know we're going to talk about mantras and that's very spiritual. Um, but I like that because that is our true, that's where I feel at peace and our, our nature, actually human nature is love and peace. It is. I mean, when you look at a kid, when it's first born, it doesn't know what hate is. It doesn't know what stress is. It doesn't know what fear is. That is our true, true nature. Everything else is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's that's awesome. I think this is really inspirational, uh, and I'm so happy you touched on the fact that you know we we have a choice to build a life that we actually truly want. That like we are the drivers of our stories, and you know that it takes for you to take um, your story and identify what is happening. You know whose stories are you living before you're then able to sort of interject and say, this is not what I want. Um, but then also knowing what you do want, what you truly want, right? And, and um, if it's, is it your idea or is it your parents' idea or is it your neighbor's idea or is it the show that you're watching number five, right? So um, that's really when the life coaching comes in is that we are able to have, um, you know, as coaches, we, we hold a space for people to be able to talk about anything without judgment, right? So um, I think that's sort of one of the great, greatest gifts and I can already see it in you that we are able to non-judgmentally listen um, and let people talk. So I think uh, I applaud you for being able to really um, step up to that and, and live your truth. Um, and so we talked a little bit about mantras as well because you know we, we all know that um, our brains are very suggestive. So like if we are exposed to stories and exposed to um, language that you know, is constantly around us, our brain will take it on. And we will be telling ourselves stories. So we, our brain believes anything we tell it, right? So you wanna make sure that the stories that you're telling it subconsciously and consciously are the stories that it wants to hear. And so that's really where the thought loops and mantras come in. And I've heard many different uh, thought, thought patterns and beliefs that you have that have sort of gotten you to where you are. But I wanted you to you know, maybe share three um, sentences that you sort of tell yourself every day. So in, um, to kind of take a step back is when it comes to thought loops and beliefs, um, I highly recommend for people to do this in the morning. So um, if you have a goal, let's say your goal is to become a better parent, your goal is to become a business owner, um, to get you know the career of your dreams, you want to identify these these sentences that are going to serve you and your brain, right? So this is why I'm bringing on people like Adina and people that are healthy in their loops um, to be able to suggest to you what you might want to adapt as your thought loop. So in the mornings, you would read these statements to yourself. Um, and this could be, this is every morning. So what we're trying to do is we're brainwashing ourselves into truly believing what we want, who we want to become. So we're sort of stepping into the future self and saying, I am this already, because truly we already have everything we need to become those people. So if we are wanting to become a better parent, we already have it within us. We just have to acknowledge that and let our brain know. So I'm gonna have Adina share the thought loops that she thinks about every morning. 
Yeah. So when you asked me to do this, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can think about this and put it into sentences. So I actually wrote it out, which actually was really good. And that's another practice. It's like write stuff out you know, or say it out loud because just thinking it is nothing. No, it's not the same. And it's such a simple and easy practice, but it's so powerful. So my first one is that I have the power to create the life that I want to live. So that's just one of those things where you do. You like you just you have you have the power. You have the power. And when you think like if you say that and then or you think differently, think about well, what's holding you back? And you may realize that it's another person, a belief, which all can be changed. Like you can, you know, say, hey, no other person has control over me which they i mean they don't realistically they don't if they do you're letting them have that control correct so you do have the power um another thing i like to ask myself just i guess tagging onto this first mantra um is just a question that's really helped me because of all this negativity like when it started with you know covid and then all of this stuff it was kind of um giving me anxiety a little bit um, and you know, I started reading the news and oh my gosh, everything's so negative. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, I am a happy person by nature and positive. What's happening to me? Yeah. And so there was that one, just one question to myself helps. And it's like, is this who I want to become? Oh, no, the answer was no. I do not want to become yeah. some negative person, some person reading negative news and then being hateful and and fearful no mm -hmm. so that pulled me because the answer to that was no it pulled me back to again i have the control to create the life that i want which means i'm not gonna read the freaking news every single day right okay so that's mm -hmm. that's one the second one is a big one and it is i will surround myself with positive people that lift me up or teach me something yes. or just inspire me to be just better every single day now again I always like to just remind people, I have done a lot of this hard work already. Okay. This is my fourth year that I continue to, I feel like the work on yourself is a continuous thing. You never just become this perfect person. It just doesn't exist. So I'm continuously working on myself. This is my fourth year that since I started work on me, which meant also letting go of some friends. And that sometimes was hard. But in the long run, I'm like, thank God I let go of that person because it's just, what are they bringing to my life? Now, this has nothing to do with anything other than, are they being a positive influence in my life? Are they being a good, loyal friend? Um, a good, are they a good person? And so... Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that one up because I was, um, I mean, I was looking through your page. You had posted something about this exercise where you write down names of people that are in your life currently, and as you write them down to see how they, how seeing their name makes them feel. Right. Can you tell us a little bit more about that. I love that. So, so that's actually an ULA thing, okay. and that's actually one of the one of the things as you're going through this program. So friends is one of the Fs. And again, this is why I love Ula because each one of the F's really pertains to life. Like it's realistic. So um, I, when I first did that, so my first Ula Palooza is what they're called, this two-day event. And I like started writing down and I've always, I've anyway kept my circle pretty tight and pretty small anyway. Um, but there were definitely some people as I wrote their name, I'm like, ugh. And it's really interesting because to, like that, you know, specific 
people turned out to be, you know, a certain way in the last, since that time, right? Like four yeah. years ago. To, I don't really even conversate with them today. And every time they're still in, I mean, they're not in my circle, but like, I know them, I've known them for so long. And this is another thing w- that we can run into like, well, we've been friends for so long and et cetera, et cetera. Those are all just, yeah. it doesn't matter if you've been friends or been in a relationship with someone for as long as you have, you have to look at, okay, like, is this a positive or a negative thing? Because there's times you should work on a relationship. Obviously you should put effort into it. And then there's times where it's like, okay, this is either betrayal or this person is just negative or this person is bringing me down. So you have to ask those certain questions. And this person, every time I see even like their post or something, I just, my attitude towards that person is just, ugh, like I can't Mm -hmm. stand them. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what this exercise is supposed to do is write those people. Now, given I'm working on that because that person is not even in my, like, they're not necessarily my friend. I don't hang out with them you know, anymore. Um, so again, they're not like in my tight circle. So I'm actually, you know, another thing too, is I'm just, again, you always have to take responsibility for yourself first. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just working on it right now. I'm trying to work on my own self. Like, why is this person triggering me this way? You know? Um, and if it comes down to it, you know what, I might just delete them or unfriend them or whatever. Um, but that's that exercise is, you know, write down those five people, that are close that you text, you know, so this is about the people closest to you because if anybody like she's right, she's not close to me. So she doesn't affect me. I don't think about this person like on a daily basis, but if you have this person that you're texting with and still hanging out with, but they're just this negative and you just really can't stand them. Um, you got to start doing something about it. So that's a, again, an amazing exercise where you get to write down. Um, because you know, your body does respond to what your mind thinks. And that's, that's, a that's like a saying in this, I guess, what, you know, like the maybe spiritual or whatever, but like your, your body feels what your mind thinks people, um, just in general, I mean, not everybody obviously is passionate about health and wellness or fitness or whatever, but people in general may not realize is that stress. I mean, not by now, a lot of us know that stress can cause a lot of health issues, but honestly having like fear or having high amounts of stress or any negative feelings or thoughts actually can really suppress your immune system. Really, really suppress your immune system. So, so anyways, that's what that exercise was about. And it's, it's a really good one. Um, you know, I've got like two, three, three, friends and it's very hard for women so another thing i like to point out it is harder for us women to connect um something you know um you know this can be another whole nother conversation but either it is like i recognize it is harder for women to connect there's a lot of things going on in those relationships and so i feel like it's a shame because i feel like you know as women if we were to just come together we're so powerful we we've got a lot of gifts each and every one of us um i i hope that i mean me and you connected which i love um but i hope that we can um do a lot more of those genuine connections and not i'm i don't like superficial stuff so yeah Yeah. sure and i and that kind of takes me back to the non-judgmental space because i feel that um for anyone, male or female, I think if you sense a, a sense of like judgment and sort of um, this, this 
knowing of like, oh, well, I already know everything about that person or I already can assume what they're all about. I think for, for a lot of women, um, you might do that subconsciously um, because we're sort of more primed to like gossip and you know, connect right. on levels that are more talking about people um, instead of talking about ideas, right? And how can we all come together and raise vibration as, as communities and as groups of people? And I think um, I'm with you where you know I might have a smaller circle of friends that I might not be that close with, but um, I always look for people that don't talk about other people as much. I right. Like, you know, in order to fit in, um, right. you know, you have to talk about other people and about, you know, their failures and about, you know, how they've been doing things that you might not agree with. Although, you know, we, like you said, we should always look at, you know, who we are first and what uh, is triggering us and causing us to talk about um, those, those things. Right. Totally agree. Um, and also on the, I wanted to touch on the point of emotions and thoughts is that, uh, emotions are the language of our body and so the thoughts that we have cause emotions which then trigger actions and then trigger results so but the only thing we, the only thing we actually have uh, power over is our thoughts and so when you feel an emotion so like to go back to the exercise of you know looking at people in your life that are you're close to and meeting your name if it's triggering something um, I sort of urge you to think about what those thoughts are that you're having um, and then writing those exact thoughts out. So if it's a person's name and you're like, oh, oh, I can't stand them, writing all those thoughts out and then thinking about when you reread those thoughts, where is that emotion in your body and identifying that emotion in your body. So if it's um, the disgusted, like, oh, I'm being judged feeling, is it in your chest? Is it in your, you know, it could be in your back even. It could be different spots in our body because those emotions speak. And once we identify them, um, you know, they were able to work through them and then sort of let go of, of you know, that situation and circumstance. So thanks for touching on that. Yeah, right. And I, I mean, you know, also another thing too, it's like, look at yourself. I mean, I've been talking about taking responsibility, but you know, maybe you're the person that's bringing the negativity as well. So again, being very honest with yourself, like, mm -hmm. am I a good friend? Am I a good daughter, wife, or whatever the case may be? Take yeah. responsibility for yourself. If there's work to be done on your end, do the work before giving up or letting go of a relationship or friendship. So, um, you know, like to point that out too, because we are, um, everybody has an ego. And unfortunately, I, I wish I wish none of us had an ego because a lot of problems would be solved. But we do have an ego, and it's you really have to put that ego aside, um, you know. And you know, judgment or whatever the case may be is a lot of the times, you know, when people are being hateful or negative towards someone else, they are hurting themselves. So, um, you know, I, I did a podcast yesterday on on a different subject, but we kind of touched on that, and it's like anybody that spews hate or is mean or whatever, they're hurting inside. So I feel sorry for those people. I do feel bad for them because no happy and content person will ever act that way. They will always show love and support. And so, you know, while we were talking about women and how hard it is, unfortunately, yes, there is some of, you know, just some of, you know, I think it's because we, it's insecurities, right? And women, again, unfortunately, we have a lot of them um, because of, societal norms like oh you have to be this or you have to be that and then we start feeling insecure because we start saying oh I'm not this and she's this and she's pretty and I'm not and when you let go of that and love yourself and I feel that if you do this deep work you will love yourself mm -hmm. first 
then you're able to love others as well. Um, mm -hmm. So anyways, just to end the, the, this mantra, your tribe can make you or break you. So if they're not supportive, you got to get rid of them and get a new tribe. And when you do get rid of the negativity in your life, you know what? You're making room for the good stuff mm -hmm. to come in. You're opening yourself up. And, and that's the truth. So, all right. So the third mantra um, is basically just like a little bit of like a fighter one, right? Like no matter what comes my way, I do have, um, what did I, how did I word it? No matter what comes my way, I am capable of overcoming, growing and pushing forward. So I have to think about this one because I, you know, I am a fighter. Um, I feel like a lot of women are, even if, even if you like may not realize it, um, right. we are because we have to, we do, we have to go through so many things, um, or, or we just do naturally go through so many things. Um, and that's a good thing. Um, and so I had to, I'm like, how do I word this? Um, because there are days where I'm like, you know, kind of like mm, in your face, like I'm going to fight through this or I'm going to get through this. And that's what I tell myself. Like I do have the power. Um, but don't, don't believe that it's just you by yourself. This is another thing I had to learn. Um, because I, um, am a person that's like, Oh, I don't need help. I can do it on my own. I, and I feel like sometimes we have this tendency of being like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Mm -hmm. It's okay to let others help you. It's okay to accept help from others to help you get to where you want to be. Those people can be mentors, coaches, you know, just a positive, positive influence in your life. You don't have to do everything on your own. So when I say this, I mean, yes, the power is with me, but also if I have that attitude of I can overcome whatever, that also means if someone can help me overcome certain things, I'm going to let them and accept their help. Um, and I, you know, I found this again with coaching. A lot of us women are just like, nope, I can do it. I can. And it's like, Nobody says you can't do certain things, but sometimes it's okay to accept the help, whatever it may be. I feel like financial help is a really big one. Um, I've had a couple of clients, again, because of COVID, especially if you're self-employed. And it's like, so-and-so can help me, but I don't want to because I can do this on my own. And I'm just like, you know, it's okay to accept the help because right. you know what you can do with that? You can pay it forward at some point. So think of it that way, except like, this is all positive and this is how you're getting the karma and whatever you believe in. Um, even if you don't right now believe like, oh, this positive thinking and all of this. No, there's that. Like if you choose to do this work, I promise you, your life will be so different. Like six, I, I think I posted this little thing yesterday. Like just think of six months from now, your life, you can be in a completely different space. And, um, you know, I look at the last, you know, almost four years of starting this work. And in one way, it feels like just yesterday I started. And in another way, it feels like, dang, I've done so much. So, so those are my three mantras. Um, you know, you just, you have to, you have to surround yourself. You have to, if you wake up in the morning, you know, ask yourself, do I read the news first thing in the morning? Well, you know what, if that's how your day starts, that's not that great. So, um, and I did that for, you know, when this whole thing started, I mean, it was really bad and I had to shake myself and be like, this is not what I want to do. Um, so starting your day with, you know, a positive podcast, obviously this is what we're doing right now. Um, anything else, but, you know, but negativity. Um, and it's not to say that it's, it's around us, it's everywhere and it's okay to keep up to date on what's going on in the world. And I mean, I understand it's not always going to be positive, 
but do not let your whole being be consumed by by that because it just it just leads to a complete rabbit hole of of negativity almost like you know it's inevitable i mean it's going to happen and it's it's very unfortunate right. that these things are happening and sort of anticipating that bad things are going to happen and they're right um, always going to be bad news. There's always going to be bad people. There's going to be sick people. We're going to get sick. Our families are going to get sick. That's not something that we can control. But what we can control is our internal dialogue, our internal world, and our drive to fight to be the vibrant, um, you know, people that bring meaning into every moment, and that we can really go inside and fix our mental loops. Right, to see the world in a, in a different light and have the thoughts that are going to serve us to be able to help the negativity that's out there, but from a light, from a, from a place of bright lights um, and love, right? And so I think right. that's what coaching is all about is really bringing that bright light out of you uh, to be able to speak your truth and um, take, take, take back power um, to be that you're meant to be. Right. Because I mean, that's, you know, I, that's just our true nature. So as long as you know that your true nature is to be at peace and to be love, like to be love, which means you're doing good things and you're being positive. This is not, you know, this is by no means like rose glasses on, everything's positive, everything's rainbows. It's not. Um, but you are taking that step of, this is just life. Stuff happens to everybody, to everybody. Everybody goes through hard stuff. How do you handle it? Because if you handle it the positive way, more positive, it's just what it is. So if you believe it, it will be that way. Okay. So if you believe it, but positive things start happening once you let go of the negativity, when you're negative and you're forceful in that, and you're fearful, all you're going to bring more of is yeah. more fear and, yeah, and yeah. things not working out. So your energy and that convincing energy that really brings us down, even though it might sound counterintuitive or like we want to go out and convince people. It's not so much about convincing, but it's right. about flowing. It's more right. Flow of things rather than you can influence, right. You influence people. I'm again, this is another thing I tell because you know, some of my clients work through a lot of, you know, crazy stuff, like they're survivors too. And I've said to them, you have no idea if you're going to like, if you're even inspiring someone, you probably are, and you may have no idea. So it's, it's mm -hmm. nothing. Trust me. I've also been that person that's forced things. Um, and because I'm passionate, but I've had to realize, okay, I know I'm passionate, but I can't force anything on anybody. Yeah. I have to do my thing I have to be about it right be about what I believe in and tr I've seen so many people from my past past friends even like even like some of my family come you know to for advice and I'm like yeah. whoa I would have never thought this you know right. would ever happen but that's just the result of you being you know being true to yourself pushing forward through all the hard stuff um it's hard work, but it's the most rewarding. It's the most rewarding. Absolutely, yeah. That's it's challenging, but so rewarding to be, right. to be there um, with non-attachment. I think that's the other part of, you know, if you have a message, don't be attached to the outcome. Just just be, be right. everything you believe in um, and know right. your love at the core. And old beliefs can be undone. Yeah. So, you know, Absolutely. just before we end, again, because, because of, I mean, a lot of cultural stuff, again, whether 
whatever, whether you're Bosnian, Indian, or whatever the case may yeah. be, those cultures are pretty tight knit and they have certain ways. Um, some old beliefs, you just, you don't have to believe those. You like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the evolve. If you continue to believe something um, that just doesn't really fit into this world, it's not that the whole world is wrong, is that it's evolving. And if you want to evolve, you need to be able to change some of these behaviors and some of these beliefs. Um, because if you continue to believe something and then you're wondering, oh my gosh, why is this happening? And why, why isn't this happening that I want? Well, what are your beliefs and what are your thoughts? Exactly. So um, if you want to evolve as an individual and, and you should want to, because like that, that's yeah. that enlightenment and that's that, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just a higher yeah. level of self-awareness. Then you need to be willing to let go of certain old, old beliefs. So perfect. So thank you for this amazing conversation. I am so happy to start sharing this with people. I think this is going to be um, helpful for a lot of uh, women, men, anyone who wants to listen. Um, I'm really grateful that we got to meet, uh, even though it's right. me too. who knows uh, about the future. So um, I will be posting this. Um, and so anyone who gets the chance to listen, please share with anyone that you might think will find this useful. Alina certainly has a lot of wisdom. Um, and I'm so happy again to have been able to have you on on here. So thanks again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. Tell them um, all of your handles, IG and, and all the... Yeah, so I'm the most active on Instagram and it's just um, at Adina Fit. So that's my handle. Um, I do have a Facebook. It's the same one, but like I said, I'm, I'm mostly active on Instagram where I, it's just so much easier on Instagram stories. And I, you know, I'm passionate about cooking and just healthy living and lifestyle. And so I share a lot of that, um, you know, my outdoor adventures, etc. So, um, I do have a website. It's just adinahamulich.com um, or adinahamulich.com um, where you can fill out a little thing for like a consult or anything like that. But Either way, I'm, I'm pretty informal. Um, you can, yeah. you know, if you need to reach out, you can reach out any which way it doesn't matter. So. Yeah, I will share that with our community. I will share uh, your contact information as well as your mantra. So awesome. thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave me a review. Also, if you are ready to get a coach, if you are ready to take your life to the next level, if you are ready to upgrade your mental loops, reach out to me on any of the social media channels or on my website for your free one-on-one session with me.